Today is the thirteenth Sunday in ordinary time. Our readings today are taken from first reading Wisdom chapter one verses thirteen to fifteen, chapter two verses twenty three to twenty four. The second reading is taken from Second Corinthians chapter eight verse seven verse nine verses thirteen to fifteen. The Gospel reading of today is taken from Mark chapter 5, verses 21 to 43. My brothers and sisters, today's readings confront us in our life of greed in this world. Greed that amounts to nothing and also shows us the way out, the way to survive from the sin of guilt, of greed, which is faith, to have faith in God. Faith enables us to know God and also to know ourselves as he created us in his image and likeness. In the first reading of today from wisdom, we are told God did not make death, nor does he rejoice in the destruction of the living. If we can be content in relying on God for who we are as human beings, we will see the will of God for us and the way of God, which he made manifest in his Son, Christ, Jesus Christ, who became man. For he fashioned all things that they might have been, and the creatures of the world are wholesome. If we believe, then we will, be able, we will think in these terms. And thinking in these terms, we will act according to the will of God because he created us in his image and has given us his spirit. The active ingredients to, to activate the spirit of God in us is faith. For God formed man to be imperishable. The image of his own nature he made him. But here is how trouble came into the world. By the envy of the devil, death entered the world. And they who belong to his company experience it. The need for faith arises from the fact that the devil has polluted the world, has introduced, introduced discrimination, self-centeredness, greed into the world. Out of greed, we have replaced God with what we have stolen from the world. If you take what does not belong to you, you are like one who has taken poison. But whatever belongs to you that God has given to you will lead you to eternal life. There is no death in the gift of God for us. Jesus Christ became man
to prove just that. Hence, Christ also says, He who lives and believes in me will not die. In today's gospel, we see how Jesus, in his human nature, led us to faith as our gateway to eternal life. We were told, Jesus, having taught and performed miracles for the people who only see him as a human being, this is to let us know that as human beings that God created in his image, we can live an eternal life. That is why Jesus became man, that we may be restored to God, who created us in his image and likeness. He became man that we may become God. God cannot die. This is the substance of our faith. The God who cannot die created us in his image. Therefore, in seeking life, we should separate, and faith will help us do that, the way of God from the way of the jealous devil. For those who follow the evil one will perish accordingly. We're told Jesus crossed to the other side, and a crowd gathered around him. What was the crowd looking for? They were looking for life. For the world at this time is under the influence and deception of the devil. They were looking for life. Looking to find God. So Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who became man like us, that is why he came. To bring us back to God. We were told Jairus, a synagogue official, stepped out and begged Jesus to come and save the daughter's life who was dying. Jesus got up to follow him, but the crowd were pressing on him. There was a woman in the midst of that crowd who needed healing for herself. But for 12 years, 12 is symbolic of the total people of God, the 12 tribes of Israel, represented the whole world. At least for Christ, that 12 tribes represented the whole world. In this woman, the world was sick. The crowd was filled with sickness. She has been bleeding that means everything in the woman's life was in total darkness and chaos. What is a woman if she is bleeding? How can she be a woman? How can she be a, a mother if she is bleeding? Let's picture for a while the world of this woman. It amounts to the world of death. And yet, this is not of God, but rather, this is of the one 
who is away, who has severed himself from God, the devil. The woman saw hope and believed in Christ and said to herself, if only I can touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. Without money, God becomes our only hope, becomes our life. Our hope in life should not depend on what we have, but on our remembrance of who we are, that we belong to God who cannot die. The woman was healed according to her faith. We're told that Jesus felt that power has left him. Somebody had touched him and asked, who touched me? The disciples who are, yet, who are not yet matured in faith follow the human logic. The crowd is pressing on you. Why do you even ask who touched you? But the woman, realizing what has happened to her, came clean and told Christ the truth. And Christ turned to the woman and said, Go in peace, my daughter. Your faith has made you well. That is the solution. Return to God in all your circumstances. Just at that time, in the chaos of the world, that oftentimes people put their hope. The message arrived from Jairus' house that the daughter was dead. Why bother the master? Jesus ignored what he heard, what was said, and told Jairus, only have faith. And they proceeded on their journey. God is timeless, but Jesus took his time to indicate to us that no matter how long we live, unless we have God, our times cannot save us. Oh, if I've only done on time, if you have only arrived on time, and if you have faith, you can never be late. For you are already in God by faith. Time belongs to God, and God is time. He took Peter, James, and John along with him, his core disciples. When he got to Jairus' house, he met a commotion. But the commotion was only a celebration of death and not life. And Jesus came to bring life. Jesus said, why this commotion? Why this weeping? She's not dead, but sleeping. The girl was 12 years old. Jesus took the parents and his companions into the room, heard the girl's name and pronounced, Talita kum, little girl arrives. And she got up and started playing. He told them, don't concentrate on the miracle, but get the lesson of what you need. What you need is faith. You are blind if you don't have faith. You don't know who you are if you do not have faith. And Jesus said, now that you have a new life, the girl has a new life, the woman has a new life, 
you can now give him something, give her something to eat. You can now eat to gain strength to do the will of God. That is why St. Paul in today's second reading, letter to the Corinthians, warned us against greed. Let what we have be God. And God does not discriminate. God is equal. There is no lesser or greater in God. Just like the sea, in spite of the size of the sea, it does not overflow its bank. So is God. And so when Paul describes equality in terms of life, he says, no matter what you have, if you do not have God, you have nothing. Therefore, whatever you have, use it to help those who have less. Like the sea, do not overflow your bank so you don't drown yourself. What you have is given to you for others. If we live in each other, then we can live forever. And what glues us together to live forever is our faith in Christ who has come to teach us how to live, not how to die. In faith, let us remain in Christ. Not that others should have relief while you are burdened, but that as a matter of equality, your burdens at the present time should supply their needs, so that their burdens may also supply your needs that there may be equality. As it is written, whoever had much did not have more, and whoever had little did not have less. The sea does not overflow its bank. With faith, we can overcome our greed in this world that brings confusion and death. Let us pray for the church. That the church, as the body of Christ, may make her presence felt in the world and teach the world the true meaning of equality. Equality that will bring life and peace to the whole world.